Hey everybody, welcome into the podcast, the counter show. Welcome in, folks. Welcome in. As I sit here and watch my podcasting partner Keith over there crack a beverage, but you are three hours ahead of me, so actually I could have one now too. Should I? Um. Hey Jay. Well, hey, hey everybody. It's it's the holidays, man. I yeah. Honestly, work has driven me to drink. <laughs> but hey, but my in-laws are kind of opposed to it, so I snuck out here in the RV. Oh, I don't in the RV. In the RV. Do they treat you like cousin Eddie? Well, you were. Did you wear your cousin Eddie outfit? So they saw the video. I brought it. They saw the video that we released over our holiday greeting, and they. Okay. My father-in-law kept coming up to me, and he goes, "Did you bring the Eddie hat?" And I was like. Wait, what are you? How do you know about this? Like, what are you? You know, yeah, well, yeah. I found out, figured it out this morning. They, you know, they watch it. Yeah, yeah. my what kind of beer and, you got uh, there. So this is a local brew. Uh, yeah, and hey. I literally just had my very first sip on planet Earth. Yeah, talk yeah. into like, the microphone. Talk. Yeah, yeah, that, or get it closer to you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Our audience needs to hear you very plainly, my friend. We've had this conversation before. I don't know, man. I mean, it's just you oh, talking. See, like, that sounds that sounds great. But wait you a sound second, like Jay. You... I really feel like if I just put it behind my head here and we had a conversation, it would be totally no. fine. No, is, no, that, no. is that bad radio? Yeah, it's not a good idea. <laughs> I, don't right. think so. I, I think our audience is used to the professionalism that we always portray. All right. Well, far be it from me to stifle that. To, 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 <laughs> right. So yeah. I'm just taking a. It was a gamble. And I always like when I travel to try to find a good local. Like, I just like to try local stuff. And so... Yeah. Um, this is Star Hill Brewery. It's a Ramble On IPA. It's a juicy IPA because it's kind of, you know, festive holiday, fruity, yeah. you know. And right. uh, Star Hill is in, they're local here, Charlottesville, Virginia. So oh, I'm in okay. Virginia, right? So, um, Well, here. yes, Virginia, there is a Christmas. And there is a Santa Claus. Yeah, it's kind of Christmassy. I mean, I, you know. Drink it in the yeah. fall too, but it's not bad. Right on, yeah. Well, I'm still drinking my same IPAs. I had, I've got some Freems, uh, the with Freem a IPA with a P. Yes, I have some uh, uh, Hellbent Dang Citra. Um, I've got a couple of other ones. I got like a straight out of Portland IPA. Oh, that's I've seen all of those. I have access to here. Oh, really? At home? Yeah. Oh. Okay. All of those the ones I just yeah. mentioned? Yeah. How in the world? I guess everybody gets on the international uh, uh, distributor list. We've yeah. got a really good store uh, in my neck of the woods that's uh, they, they're they very refined palate. These guys are good. Yeah, but you're not going to have the Farm Strong and the no, North they don't Sound have Brewing. No, nope, they don't have that. Or the, the Chuckanut. Or, they do not have that. Yeah, see. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, just saying. Okay. So uh, right. yeah. So so, so, so let's, let's talk about today's show. Let's talk okay. about. It. Let's let's get into this, man. Um, man, twenty twenty has just been it's been one of those years, and we're wrapping up the year now. And and you know we wanted to kind of come at you with a kind of a recap of some something that that you know we've we've wanted to talk about for a while, just because of um, you know we lose celebrities every year. I mean, no doubt about it, we do. But it just seems like this year, 2020, uh, is like, you know, two, threefold the number of of what it normally is. Would you agree yeah. with that? Or am, am I just like 
missing something or did I just never pay attention? Well, Jay, I'm not a scientist, but, uh, you know, if I, if I, by the way, how's this? If you're just joining us, Jay chastised me for not having my microphone. That's a lot better Is when it, you're there. You know what I think I need to do? I need to move it right here. So when I lean into it, I'm, you can see up my nose. Right. <laughs> And actually, when you're that close, when I can see your nose hairs, man, yeah. it, it really performs. Does it help? Well. Is, okay. Yes. Is that the Elgato? No, it's the Road. We we have got to do a review on those Elgatos. I was looking yeah, we'll, at the boxes the other day. Yeah. You guys, stay so. tuned. We've got some Elgato uh, microphones that uh, are USB based that are we're dying to review. But yep. I digress. So yeah, man, Jay put together a list of uh, famous people that we've lost in 2020 some due to covid some not and wow i looked through this list and i just went holy cow this has been a rough year yeah it's either three the three i I looked at the list and the main three causes of death were covid some form of cancer or some form of heart issue right Um, or and I've seen this both personally and we see it on the list, right. a combination thereof. Exactly, 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 man. Now, I'm sure with some of these guys, um, they had, you know, multiple issues. As If you look at their age, um, and they've been battling certain things, you know, for many years. But we'll get into some of those. We'll, we'll, I've got some they're, – they're, the entire list – Honestly, that I've put together, and there's about 40 of them. And we won't get to all of them, but we kind of. Oh, I think we could Billy Joel this. You know, we didn't start the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I guess uh, we can, but we'll we'll get into a few a little deeper, just because of their some of the things. You know, I, I've got some stories to tell about a few of these. You know, that, that have personally impacted I, my life. And you as well. I, I I will pay attention to your stories this time around. <laughs> 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 so but anyway. Jay's telling me, he's like, look, I've got this signed thing, and here's and he send me a photo, and I'm like, you know, half distracted, and my wife's, and there's like the grocery guy coming to the car, and I'm, you know, phone's oh. ringing, and I'm like, yeah, sounds great, put it, uh, put it in, a, put it in the shared folder, and right, <laughs> and I'm like, exactly, hey. man. But so, it is, so, it is, it, so, so that's that's coming up on the podcast, and th- those are some interesting stories. I do want to, they, they are. I and, will and stay we, tuned. I, I yeah, can we just that. we just kind of wanted to put something together, kind of wrap up the year, just kind of the memory thing, if you will. Um, I'm sure we'll kind of we'll 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 probably veer off course a little bit here and there. We always do, but that's that's what podcasts are for. They're about having a great conversation, and that we are. And before we get into any of this, if, on behalf of Keith and myself, we are very grateful to all of you for listening, downloading our stuff, watching our videos. It has been such a boost to our psyche, our motivation um, to continue to do this, and we will continue to do this. We're going to get better. We're going to bring you more content uh, in 2021. It's going to be awesome. We've got some great things lined up for the first of the year, so be prepared for that. Um, to catch all this stuff, go to parsecountaguru.com, and up there you can find the podcast link tab. Click on that. You can get on every single uh, platform that we have. Uh, if you want to watch some of the portions, segments of the audio podcast, we always do a little video segment. Uh, you can catch that over on youtube.com forward slash parsecountagurus. While you are there, please give us a thumbs up, ring the bell and subscribe that way when we do put videos out you are aware of it firsthand and you can go immediately over and watch it um always like it please share 
tell people to subscribe. We live and die by those. They're free to you. They're prices to us. Check us out on social media, facebook.com forward slash Parts County Gurus. Like us, share us, tell a friend. Go over to instagram.com forward slash the Parts County Gurus. Same way videos get posted up over there. Uh, we are on Instagram. Uh, we are at the counter show. And we post a bunch of stuff over there. Follow us there. Like us there as well. And just tell everybody you can. Now, if you have some last-minute shopping ideas that you couldn't get in before Christmas because of the transit problems that we've had, the delivery problems we've had, um, I sent gifts out. None of them made it before Christmas. It is what it is. I kind of knew it going in. But if you still need something, you miss somebody, go to our website. Uh, The last episode we did was uh, Christmas gifts, Christmas gifts for the holidays. One of the last, and there's a link there, and we've got a link to everything there. Click on it, you can buy it. We've got a fixed video, a fixed app where you can buy that thing at a reduced price right now. That's a it's an OBD the scanner. The discount code link reader. is in it it's is right on our there. website and it's on our YouTube video in the comments. Please, so. please use our website to go to Amazon or click on any of those links because we do get a little love from that. We are an affiliate uh, or an associate, I should say, and it helps us out. We don't know what you're buying, when you're buying it, none of that stuff we just get a little love and it helps us continue to do what we love doing for you and that is exactly what we're doing right now so let's get into the news live from the parts counter guru counter desk counter show whatever all right do you want me to start this thing off yeah uh, i should shouldn't i yeah or by all just, means. no you go ahead you go ahead you, you go ahead go ahead go ahead all right so well, now wait it. No, 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 no. This is, is this is yours. Yeah, this is yours. Because because I'm I'm Jay. It's going to be in another language to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was bad. That so, so, is so funny, man. Um, let me get to it. I, I love it. I, I, love I it. just, just but this is called a you know like I threw the punchline out before the actual people know the joke. So yeah, right. Anyway, right. You know, I don't know what it is with China, man. <laughs> I don't know what it is with China, but it seems like everything the good old US of A does, they got to try to one-up us on everything, man. So they've been on the moon. They've been getting, you know, like dust and rocks and stuff. And, you know, we're, we're talking about going to the moon again. And what do they do? They go up there and, you know, they get get some mud and bring it back and uh, or dust, whatever you want to call it. And, and so they've done that. Now, we, you know, we have McDonald's. McDonald's is my one of my favorites, and I spoke about this in a previous you know podcast. The McRib came back, man. And I love the McRib, and it's just fantastic. I ate it. To some it's, of those of you, especially my family members, uh, it's McDonald's. But I digress. <laughs> I will tell you a story, not now, but later about McDonald's. And I, I, it's it's a tr- it is a very true story, uh, and I, I I have a good friend of mine that that was with me when it happened. It's very funny, but anyway, so McDonald's puts out the McRib, and here we are today talking about McDonald's over in um, China. They've got a new sandwich they're rolling out, and it is oh oh I'm not. Are you ready for this? Now this is this is a real thing to to be you know it's not a joke. This is actually and if you were in china right now this, you could you could go you into can, a mcdonald's and order this yes right. uh china is now offering a burger however the burger meat is a slice of couple slices of spam we all know what spam is right 
and Oreo crushed Oreo cookies, man. Oh, it is the uh, uh, it is the most weirdest combination that I could have could have ever ever come up with. Um, but lunch and meat is a trending food among youngsters these days, man. And um, so McDonald's in China told told uh, uh, CNN is the one that broke the story that it has a very strong, meaty, and satisfying texture, man. Um, I don't know what texture you're after, uh, my friend, uh, but uh, Oreos ain't one of them on a burger or okay. on a piece of spam. So, if we could, if we had access to this. Okay. Yes. Yes. And you could, let's just theoretically say, roll into your neighborhood McDonald's. Ooh. And while you're ordering your Diet Coke and getting a large coffee instead, would you uh, would you try one of these? Just for the sake of trying it, because I love Oreos. Yeah. For one. I love Oreos, for one. And... I grew up eating spam, man. Isn't spam like a delicacy in Hawaii? Um, spam that is one of their their in the United States. Hawaii is the largest consumer of spam, and yes, and it's the reason why the, the the story behind it is this. And I get it. And this is why your grandparents ate it too, and your and your parents. Spam was it was basically canned meat, and the in World War II in the Pacific. Uh, Pacific Theater, they ate a lot of that, man. It was it wouldn't spoil. It would last forever. So it was just a great way to feed the troops. And in the Pacific, you have the Philippines. You know, it got and and and, and you've got Hawaii. You know, these are areas that that we were staged during the war. Um, and then of course you have uh, Korea uh, eats a lot of spam. Um, yeah, food. anywhere where the U.S. was. Uh, they they love this stuff. It's like a delicacy over there to those guys. Food so. with ridiculously long expiration dates. Oh. What could possibly be wrong with this picture? Nothing, man. <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing wrong. I mean, <laughs> look, it's it's like um, you know my my grandparents they would eat that at least once or twice a week. So fry speak- it. Fry it in a pan, put it on. It's like fried bologna, man. You know, do you have now that fried bologna sandwich? Oh yeah, now you're now you're talking. Now you're yeah. talking, right? See, uh huh. So, so anyway, there you have. It. I just wanted to share. You know, McDonald's is doing some. Well, I know, mean, some, some some crazy things. Who knows? Man. It, I mean, it Mc, could McRib. be coming. I mean, these McDonald's, you know, just like the car industry, you know, where they. Where they try things out, I, I I still am in love with your with your concept in, in the auto industry of the live polling. Maybe McDonald's is doing some live polling right now in other countries, and who knows? It could be coming to America soon. It could, it could yes, it could. And speaking <laughs> of coming to America, um, now and the Golden Arches, <laughs> we all know. I'm sorry. About did you other- say Golden Arches? Arcs. Arcs. arcs, the golden arcs. Not arches. Speaking of golden arches, we're going to talk about the golden arcs. Okay. Now we all know what the golden arcs are. The famous restaurant McDowell's. Well, that would be McDowell's, of course. Yes. That's McDowell's. Uh, famous uh, from the uh, the great movie uh, with Eddie uh, Murphy and and what's the uh, Arsenio other? Hall? Arsenio yeah. Hall. Yeah. The talks coming to guy. America. Yeah. Coming One to of, America. Man. Just such an unbelievable display of talent in 
the number of characters those two play. And I got to say, the first time that I watched it, I was not aware that I knew some of them. Like, I knew that, like, that guy, that's actually Eddie Murphy playing that character. Some of them I didn't know. Right. And, and I, I, I. The barber guy, man. The barber. Uh, the kept, he kept shouting, was it, uh, uh, Joe Lewis. Joe, what, what, what was yeah. the, uh, So, have you the, seen the trailer for the new one? I have. And what's fantastic, dude, go ahead. Tell him. The barber is back. The barber is yes. back. Everybody yes. is back. All the characters are back. And if you look at the cast, the cast, 90% of the people that portrayed them, the actual actor then, are playing the actual character now as well. So, so it's awesome. Would I love you agree? It. Eddie is great. This is Arsenio and, and Eddie. This has got to be their best work, right? I think so. I, I think so. I, I never laugh so hard at a, at a movie in a theater. Than I did at this particular one. So Outside this is of Cheech and Chong's up in smoke. But yeah. That's now a long this story. is this could actually be a brilliant move. Um, so we we did a podcast and we have a YouTube segment on this as well. Yeah. The movies in 2020. Yep. And several times we have discussed the the trouble that um, the movie industry itself is in. You know, AMC has been the one most recently in the news, which is by the way, uh, has a majority ownership, I think, of a Chinese investment group. Um, and the coming to America, it's coming, and then the number two, America, this is the second, the sequel, right. if you will, mm -hmm. right to the first one, That's is it. going to be released, I believe, on Amazon Prime. Yeah, they uh, they have the exclusive rights. Uh, it says that um, Amazon uh, got that. Um, so Amazon Studios, I should in say. In light of the troubles the traditional theaters are in right now, whether or not they intended this, this could be a brilliant move. I, I think more people stand to see it this way in early 2021, which is when it'll be out, than were it released in the theaters in a traditional way because of the pandemic. So this is going to play. I think it's going to play well for them. I do as well. Um, you know, we talked about how can Apple, you know, maybe play a part, play a role in the um, <laughs> movies. You know, coming back and you know having. Oh a, no, they're the just ability. making they're just making headphones. So, uh, sorry, what? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I don't think they're paying well, attention. They may not be, but I think they are. I think that what they want to do is they want to capitalize like they did with the iTunes on the music. And everybody said that wouldn't work, but I think that this could. Which is something else on, on that whole subject that we need to talk about because, you know, something we can't go to are live rock shows or concerts, period. We can't yeah, go now, to them. Yeah, now, I've got a question on this. Yeah. Okay. Are you are you going to go? Are you going to about to lead into the drink? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> So, should we save that till the end? It's a, it's a holiday cocktail. It's Sammy Hagar's recipe. Yeah. Would that be Would that be wise? Let's, or should should we should we tease it now, Jay, and then and then save it for later? We'll save it for later. But there is another there is another story in here that you might want to talk about. Okay. You know, an, another okay, well, former SNL character. Okay. Uh, uh, but it's up to you, pal. Well. Okay, let, this let's do this. Give this me a quick easy. second, and then you can kick into that. So, um, 
Or I can, whatever. So no, everybody you, stay tuned to the end of the podcast. We've got Sammy Hagar's, what's this called? It's a holiday drink. The Red Saint, which yeah. I, it looks interesting. I would hit it. All right. Oh, we're going yeah, to share that with you. I'm going to have that. I'm going to actually, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to share that with my good friend Rothmeyer. There you go. And I'm going to have him put that on their holiday to go But you got to tweet that out or so post it on our social media or whatever, right? So Absolutely, that, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll make it. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. All right. Yeah, so it. what you were alluding okay. to earlier. Yeah. <laughs> man, this is like, I, I, I feel like we're, we're both in this sort of laid back mode because it's the holidays and we've been stressed out. We've cranked out so much content in the past like three weeks that it's just. Dude. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, it, you know, I mean, it's it's been a whirlwind. We've been very busy, um, but you know, everybody's been lighting their homes. You know, some some Christmas decks. So we did a sort of parody in our holiday greeting of the famous Christmas Vacation uh, movie, which I just went mm-hmm. back and watched like last weekend. Just for funny fun. stuff, man. And yeah, you know, my stuff. wife sat there and she was like. This is not really that funny. And then I'm like, just watch it with me. It's kind of my turn to pick, you know, what we watch. Let, let's just just humor me here. Let's just, you know, and I mean, There's, there are so many famous hooked. lines. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, she yeah. was in it. And oh, she the man. whole the first the whole first half of the movie, she was trying to pretend like she wasn't into it because then right. she would admit, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, girls, yeah. man. It's I, like, I know. Saving, you know. saving face. I get it. Yeah. But by yeah. the end, it was like, yeah, it was just it just is fun every time you watch it. So we did our little holiday greeting parody. If you haven't seen that, it's it's oh, it's fantastic. It was, yeah, it was fun to do. We just go check man. it out. Yeah, hopefully it'll give you a laugh. It's award winning, uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, it, maybe is there are there we'll YouTube put a awards link. for yeah there you yeah, go yeah I think so there's a link in we'll, we'll put a link in the you know mention on the podcast just in case you didn't see it we'll just make it easy for you so we we'll have talked a lot this year about the brilliant marketing team that Ford behind Ford's recent oh, releases yeah. the Bronco. The Mustang Mach-E, I mean, kind of everything they're doing, they seem to get it to trend well on social media, and people start talking oh, yeah. about it, and it's buzzworthy. So this one, I just sort of stumbled on. Ford went out and got the original cast members from Christmas Vacation, right? So mm-hmm. Beverly D'Angelo's in it, Chevy Chase, all of them. The whole family. Right? Yeah. The yeah. kids, Russ, and uh, what was his sister's name? Uh, oh, those God, actors, I forget her name. Right? I forget her name. They're all yeah. in it. Okay. Yes. And um, they're out recreating the scene where, um, you know, famously Clark is trying to get, you know, he's, yeah, I just don't understand. I, I had to, I tested it. I can't, yeah, he's plugging them in and they won't come on. Right. You know, and then wife goes in the basement, flips the light switch. Right. So, yeah. But it's a Mach E commercial. And so, what greater tie-in, right? You've got an electric car, and you've got the electric grid, right? And, mm-hmm. and you know, Chevy Chase is he's looking a little rough, you know, but uh, a lot of mileage, I guess. But uh, it, it was fun to see that commercial. It it was, man. I I and I because we've seen the movies and the movie, and we're a big fan of it. We kind of knew where they were going with it. Um. I didn't. I didn't know if they were going to use. You got to watch it. I didn't know if they were going to what they were going to use the Maki for. Mm-hmm. But after you know, I, then I was like, ah, oh, this is so clever. This is so yeah. clever. And I thought the same thing. Going back and we can beat this, you know, 
as hard as you know beat this drum as hard as we can at how well Ford has marketed uh, you know some of the product that they've put out the Mach E especially um, the Ford Bronco they've done well they just can't seem to deliver but we'll that's a you know that's a whole other podcast oh. that you can go check oh, out it might um, be three or four podcasts Jay if you you know happen to just be oh, scrolling through our list most recently I mean, I'm not, I mean, as a I'm not fact, saying you know yeah as a matter of fact we just released a video segment of the the Bronco del, um, delays so you can go check that out over on youtube.com yeah. forward slash parts kind of gurus but yeah, I thought it was clever. Um, I think it's fantastic. And speaking of uh, of you know car commercials like this for holidays well, and stuff, you know Audi. Audi has has made a, a big push as well, and you know you've seen some of their commercials. And one of our friends, did, you know, act another actor who we actually have had on our show, Marlon Young, uh, the Audi series, uh, the particular commercial. Uh, it's the neighbors, and it's about them, you know, hanging all these Christmas lights up, just well, like you know Clark Griswold. So there you Jay, go. Jay, you you know you know him as Marlon Young. I just know him as Audi's salesman of the year. So you know, I mean, <laughs> yes, man, <laughs> right? Yes, yeah. uh, Marlon's a great he guy. He needs the he needs the little plaque, right? That says you he know, does. salesman of the year, Audi. It has the the gold ring, or it has the rings on it, right? And it's and it's it. Marlon Young, Audi salesman of the year. <laughs> that would That's be it, awesome. So what he needs to. Um, we should get and, him one. And by the way, uh, we have already on our social media page, like I know for sure I posted it on Facebook, uh, which is what, Jay? Facebook.com forward slash parts counter gurus. Man, and you are the, getting yeah. you are getting so good at this. I've literally been to that website like all of one time this month. So uh, <laughs> I you know it's I'm in I'm in uncharted territory sometimes, but um, it is out there. If you want to see the uh, the Christmas vacation Maki commercial, we posted it. Go 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 look us up. You'll find a Check link it to it. And yep. the Marlin thing, can have you posted that anywhere, or will you? Uh, I haven't posted it, but we can certainly. Uh, I will do that, and we'll plug okay. a link in here as well. Uh, that way, you can go check that out. Uh, Marlin's a great guy. Uh, we really, really uh, have a uh, you know great gratitude for him coming on and talking with us. And we're going to have him on again. He's a Mustang fan. He has one. He has, um, I forget which, uh, I think the years are like early 90s. Yeah, I, I remember talking to him about he was it's doing a, a rebuild or he was about to do a, a rebuild. Or, we just need to get him it, back on. And yeah. Yeah. Marlin. Yeah, it's a convertible. Yeah. Marlin. Mar by the way, hey, Marlin. Marlin. Marlin, happy holidays. Uh, thinking of you, brother. I We haven't talked in a while. Uh, we want you back on, pal. I hope, I hope, yeah, I hope you're well. Uh, really been thinking about you thrilled to see your I'm, this, I've just turned this into my own personal holiday greeting to Marlon well uh, I'm hoping hold on don't interrupt my message to Marlon Jay hang on yeah. <laughs> I'm still uh, learning I hope you and pal. your family are well uh, and uh, I missed you man I've been thinking about you a lot yeah. so I hope things are okay alright sorry yeah no I'm okay. just playing yeah I mean so I we'll meant it but yeah but yeah, 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 no. yeah we know yeah so so anyway you're, you're leading into the next one I, yeah, by I, the way because I'm on uh, sort of borrowed Wi-Fi here I just put my phone in airplane mode, which I probably should have done before we started the show, but I'm hoping that makes our connection Improves. a little better. Yeah. So if you need to reach me, Jay, you can't do it by phone at this point. You'll have to like I'll just hold up something hold over up your head. Cue or, cards yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah right, I got right. you. I'll, I'll uh, try my best to do animals yeah, on the right. wall here. Okay, so we're we gonna continue down the car thing. Is that is that where yeah, you were about to tell me? This to... is all you, man. Yeah, this is you. You found this. I thought this is uh, pretty funny. So, um, you know, we did a podcast on, or we covered it on a podcast earlier in the year. Like I think it was like spring or 
summer of this year, right? The DeLorean? Didn't we? Was that this year? Yeah. And this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. I almost, almost, I mean, like, I had the checkbook out. I had three or four dinner table conversations with my wife that had, you know, I had moved it through the approval process, if you will. And, Jay, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm talking about. And you you folks at home, you probably know what I'm talking about as well. Um, And... It was right before we were going to take our Disney trip in February, and then the pandemic hit, and I never pulled the trigger. And I was just, there was something about it, it just, I was just like, I can't, and I just didn't feel right about it. I had a a DeLorean lined up, it had less than 30,000 miles on it, original factory miles. Um, I was going to buy it, I knew... The, the owner it was a single owner i think uh but if not the guy that that was the current owner had had it for probably almost 20 years anyway i love deloreans and the reason i probably am drawn to them so much is back to the future of course but the more you know about john delorean and his story and how unique that car was in the day just the more mm. fascinating you know the, the engines in them were not great but there's just a fascinating concept of what they were trying to do <laughs> right who would you say was is more quirky, John DeLorean or Elon Musk? Ooh. Who is more? See, like, that's a great point because they really are. John DeLorean was the Elon Musk of the '80s, right? And this was y'all have to remember this was before internet, right? This was before we had like social media and YouTube, and so he did such an amazing job of getting recognized for his product. If here's a here's a question, Jay. If John DeLorean would have done his DeLorean now? instead mm-hmm. of in in the early 80s right do you think it would be the huge hit that tesla is i think so i do because too. i really do because i think that i think i think that those they, they may even compete head to head now take out back to the future remove that Ooh. is he still a big deal that's interesting. Because you have to so, remember, though. by the time Back to the Future came out, the DeLoreans that we know were it was, pretty it was much done. Yeah, done. Yeah. I mean, you you might see one here or there. Um, he had already kind know. of I, started down that path of trouble, right? And you know what? But at the end of the day, though, if you think about it, if there were no DeLorean, there probably would be no Tesla. Ooh, that's honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I think if you look at the similarities between these two guys, and and some of the cutting edge technology that the you know, right. Delor- what the DeLorean was for then, I mean, we're talking late seventies, eighties, man. Yep. When this thing was popular back in its heyday, and then it, you know, of course he got in a lot of trouble. But and then now you got Elon Musk that kind of carried the torch in in his own way. Um, yeah, it's interesting, man. They have some have some, you know, some yeah. parallel parallel uh so, stuff going on there so we talked about in a previous podcast this year um mm-hmm. delorean's 40th anniversary and the potential of they were attempting to um re-release or release a new updated version of the dmc 12 mm-hmm. and there was some legislation issues that they were having i think it had to do with if i'm not mistaken the epa it might have been 
the FTS HSB, the Federal Transportation Safety Highway Transportation, whatever, whatever right. acronym. NH, yeah. Federal, yeah, the National Highway Transport. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, uh, you yeah. know what I mean. NHTSUV. <laughs> thank you. Um, but they were stumbling a little bit, and it was uncertain. And then, of course, COVID hit, and the pandemic, and the shutdown. And so I'm not sure that that ever came to fruition. But uh, there's a designer out there, and it, this this came to us via Maxim. Jay, you remember Maxim, right? Yeah, I that do. That magazine we all subscribe to. Maxim that, uh, Magazine, yes. I miss Maxim hey, so baby. much. I didn't know they were still around, but uh, Dude, you gotta have some Barry. You got to have some Barry White. You know, music going on there because I for, mean, if you for were Maxim, but that's that's kind of like, yeah, all yeah right. but if you were reading Maxim, dude, if you were reading Maxim, you were like the man. Yeah, that's right, baby. That's those are my Maxim mags over on the counter. That's right. I gotta say, oh, oh, okay. Now you've pulled me down a rabbit hole. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. for a long time, they used to do this thing on the spine. Do you remember mm-hmm. this? Do you know what I'm talking about? I think I do, yeah. And Refresh my I, memory. I collected them. I saved them for three or four years. And I had them when I met my wife, my now wife. Yeah, you I wasn't stack married them at the and, time. And they would, yeah. If you put them in a bookshelf and you lined yeah. them up by issue date, it yeah. there was a, a supermodel photo that was on the right. like on the spines that created yeah. like So you'd literally get like this much each month, right? And then you just have to complete the picture. Yeah. And you want to talk about great marketing? Because yeah. you know you you were you were buying them just to complete the uh, the picture of the of the super yeah right you know that's right. That, 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 right right yeah we're just all reading that stuff for the articles my friend <laughs> so anyway so <laughs> before I get too far into that we're buying there's that a, stuff, there's say. an article on Maxim and there is a designer that um, has has taken a shot at what he thinks the DMC-12 should look like if they do release a 40th anniversary in 2021. Um, Got my vote. And Got my vote, yes. man. Uh, Spanish designer Angel Guerrera decided to create a totally contemporary version in his spare time. Mm-hmm. This thing, DeLorean, if you're listening, this is it. This is oh. the one you need to make. Now this, is your time. It is the perfect uh, combination of art keeping the spirit of the DeLorean. You know, it's got the gold wing doors. It's it, and it's such a classy look. I it, it's a side profile to me even even a little bit looks like an Aston Martin, a little bit. Right. But it's so good looking. This is Jay, there have been many eras where cars were art. Right. In our past. And Absolutely. we get into things like in the 80s where it's like what is this? You know, these are all. And to some extent, we've had periods of that recently. Mm-hmm. This, this is a car. This is a timeless car design. It is. It is. Beautiful. I think it's, they have to do that. I, I, when I first saw it, man, I'm like, wow. Here, here's what I like in this too. Okay. Ford Mustang. They got to, they got to come out with something that, you know, the Mustang's not doing that well. Complete new redesign. There's some favoritism towards like nostalgia with it. Can we is there can we like bring in some of the the body lines and and the the wideness and just that beefiness of what the mock used to look like or you know the original like ponies that were out there and they hit it out of the park. 
They hired a design team to come in and bring all those elements in to that body and styling. And Ford hit it out of the park with the new that you know the, the new generation Ford Mustang that we have out on the market today. Now, since that design, which I think was in the early like maybe 2008, 9, 10-ish, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have kind of refined that a little bit, and, and it's more of a – it's kind of a Euro design, but they're still keeping some of those elements. It's kind of – it's a sleeker look. Yeah, um, it's becoming more and more like car, right? Like it's just – like yeah, this is it, like this blender that all we – It know, reminds me of the Jag. It's like you it, reach in – okay, so, um, you know, we did a – we did um, Disney – before the pandemic hit in mm-hmm. February, and we did the Droid Depot, and my son and I, Sideshot and I, built a built a Droid, and it was an awesome experience. We put a video out on it, which is a little bit unrelated for guys mm-hmm. at the parts counter show, but it was fun. And you've got this conveyor belt, and you've got parts coming down the conveyor belt, right? And you you can do you know R two style or BB eight style. BB style, but you're going to get like either like a bucket head or a round head or, you know, sphere or dome or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's really a limit to how many of those. And and the, I, my point that I'm trying to make here is these modern car designers, it, ten, it tends to be like, well, let's just reach off that conveyor belt, grab like a front end. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. this is not that. And, you know, Jay, m- one of the things that I immediately went to when I was looking mm-hmm. at this, and I'd be interested to hear if you thought this also. Right. Is, you know, if you're going to do a DeLorean, you must do the gullwing doors. You must. I mean, even Elon Musk loved that so much that he put it in his Model X, right? Right. So, does the car look... Of course the car is going to look interesting with those open, right? And they're all going to show you pictures with those doors open. What's the car look like with those doors closed? And this, this, this rendering looks like a fantastic beautiful car piece of art with the doors it is every bit as impressive with the doors mm-hmm. closed as it is with the doors open would you agree i would kind of like the tesla yeah you know just one of those rides but this one this one man it's it's it it looks really really sexy man uh, i mean it it's sexy sexy and just it's macho at the same time, man. It's 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 got that masculine, sexy. Just this. It's I'm yeah. If they do this, if they pull this off, I, I would be happy for them. And we, it's it's a long time coming. I wouldn't now, just here, be happy. I think I would possibly try to get in line for one. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, well, I got them. there. You go. Yeah, huh? well, I'd take that Bronco right, money and uh, you, throw well, it. Well, no, you could you could take it and park it right next to that Bronco that you'll never get. You know, <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah, because if you know if they if they don't come up with a tranny for that thing anyway, uh, so yeah, that's a great that's a great story, man. I, I'm I'm happy. Yeah, we did. You're right. We did talk about that, and we thought it was really cool. Um, perfect timing. Yeah, uh, for the year coming up is what it's forty years. Right. Yeah. Twenty twenty one. It'll be forty yeah. years. Forty years. So good stuff, man. Yeah. So so what else we got? Is that uh, so? I got one right? more. Okay. This is a little bit of a holiday theme, and 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 you may have some more. I'm not sure, but I've got one for no. sure. Yeah. Uh, so before we Billy Joel our uh, we didn't start the fire <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, people we've lost this year. But I, Jay, you may not know this because you, you are a gamer one day a year on April 1st, but I know you're not a huge <laughs> gamer. 
right? Right. No. Um, no, I'm I'm not a gamer per se. Yeah. But I tell you what, you 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 put a you put a, a Oculus set of yeah. goggles on me or um an old Atari set, yeah. you know, those Galagas, I'm all over it, man. Well, Space Invaders and stuff. I rebuilt yeah. the NES, uh, which I've got running in a little, like, it, it looks like the original NES box, but it's like this right. big. And I, I introduced right. my son to it. And we were playing, you know, Mario, Super Mario Brothers. It was awesome. But but, th- but so, these games like, but these games like Balls of Doom, you know, I, I can't. What, I, well, the big know, ones right now are Roblox, Among Us, Minecraft. Oh, that's and, it, Roblox. And you mentioned, um, you mentioned uh, the VR headsets. Microsoft Flight Simulator, which has been a huge hit this year, which I own, has has announced um, they are going to be VR compatible, which I'm, mm. I'm I'm just hugely thrilled about. Now that's more of a flight simulator and less of a game, but it's yeah. Anyway, I digress. So the big holiday get this year, if you can, and it's let me put this in perspective for you. <clears throat> it's probably harder to get one of these than remember Cabbage Patch dolls, Cabbage Patch kids. <laughs> You know what? Okay. I, I I do. I do, okay. man. And people would come to school or it would a news article would show up where such and such toy store down at the mall in, you know, Chesterfield yeah. is gonna be getting a, you know, shipment of cabbage patch dolls on December fourteenth, and everybody would just like my dad went down there and he got one and they would wait in line and you know. Right. So this year, and this is largely due to the pandemic. The two major console game console manufacturers that would be Sony with their PlayStation Five and Microsoft with both their Xbox Series X, which is their heavy hitter, and the Series X, which is like it's like it's like the MacBook Air version. It's it's a little bit less powerful. It can't do 4K. So right. they both have released those for the holidays starting around Thanksgiving, but you can't get one. And that's due to supply chain issues because a lot of this stuff is assembled and built in China. Right. And these these guys have now been doing this for many, many years. They know how many pre-orders to expect. And they knew coming into this, this summer, they said, we're not going to be able to hit that. And we're just not. We just can't ramp up our manufacturing because of the pandemic and the shutdowns. So, Jay, I have to tell you, on my Christmas list was an Xbox Series X. And I told my wife like three months ago, and I was like, just get in line. Look, it's not going to be a deal breaker. I'm, you know, I'm a guy. Every day is kind of Christmas for me. I I don't need things to make me happy. But look, if you're asking me what I want, I mean, that's kind of high on my list, right? My son and I play games. We sure. play a lot of driving, you know, simulator games, racing games. And uh, so she's like, all right, I'll try. And, she, you know, she's kind of dropping hints this whole time. She's like, you know. And it just isn't going to happen. Well, I, I last week, both Best Buy and Walmart announced that they were going to be releasing some on a certain day. And, Jay, mm-hmm. they sold out so fast that I literally, you could not, like, it would be on the website, in stock, add to shopping cart, out of stock. In stock, out of stock. In stock, out of stock. Like, I, I literally had my mouse pointer over the spot where the add to cart button would be, and I would hit <sighs> the... Command R to reload the page, refresh the page, click. Ooh, Command R, click. Kinda, Command R, click. Kind of like R, buying uh, concert tickets. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. Command R, click. Command R, click. Command R, click. And then I got one. Finally, after trying for about 45 minutes, I got one in my cart. And I was like, already logged in. 
and it was under my wife's account because I think it was like Walmart. And I move over to checkout and it asked me to verify my address and I do and it goes, yeah, sorry, I oh, sold out. And, the, and it was all of about 20 seconds after oh. I put it in my cart. So you're not getting one, okay? Unless you're very, very fortunate. And if you are, congratulations. You know, the rest of us have to wait in line. But in the interim, um, there is a KFC console. Yes, that KFC, as in, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Are we talking chicken. finger looking good Kentucky Fried That's Chicken KFC? That's what we're talking Holy about. Holy cow, the Colonel's now into. Into, into the consoles? So to capitalize on all this this console buzz, um, there is a... It, this is a real thing. It looks kind of like a chicken bucket. It's black and red. And um, the K, KFC console is here. This is from Tech Radar. Approved by Colonel Sanders himself, the KFC console is here, and it finally solves a problem that literally no one cared about until now. How to keep your chicken warm while gaming. Um, oh, my God. So they, they created this in partnership with Cooler Master, who's a big PC parts manufacturer. They make, like, enclosures and fans and, case, you know, just all kinds of case mod stuff. Right. Um, and there's a YouTube – or there's a – I'm sorry. There's a – yeah, it's a, it looks like a YouTube there's video. There's a YouTube video on it. Yeah, I see it. Um, and it's designed to keep your freshly purchased food piping as you – as you frag foes online, <laughs> something with the PS5 and the Xbox Series X simply can't do, and we wouldn't advise trying either. Um, so it's a custom-devised uh, cooling system that extracts system heat around the outside of the chicken chamber so the hardware stays suitably cool and your chicken stays warm. So it is a PC, and it throws the heat out the top of the bucket shape to keep whatever you set on top of it warm. Okay? Can I say this? Yeah. This is genius. Well, it's at least finger clicking good, Jay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. That's great. But the reason why I say that's genius is because I have two adult sons who game. I mean, that's just what they do, man. I mean, outside of work, but yep. Seriously, you couldn't get them out well, of the room to. Let's to, be honest. Eat, game so first, here. work second. I mean, it's right. like, you know, you live Gee the game, whiz, right? man. Yeah. So, wow, man. So it is a real thing. And uh, we'll probably put a link to it on our mention on the podcast page. Just go to partscanaguru.com, click on the mention on the podcast tab uh, just uh, just below the top of the page as I yank wow. my headphones out here. Check and, this uh, out. And this is how KFC is so good at marketing, man. They have uh, PS5 US quick links, and they yeah. also have PS5 UK quick links. So we, we got you covered, people. Yeah. We yeah. have you co covered, man. You know, I've got some people that are like family members from the past that are that live down in Australia um, that listen to us. So maybe Australia has a link too. I don't know. Darren, right. if you're listening, if you could get your hands on either a PS5 right now or an Xbox Series X or S, they're mm -hmm. going for almost double the price on eBay. I mean, that's very similar to what is going on with. Um, my youngest son was looking for a brand new graphics card. It's like yeah, well, we ran into it with something you mentioned earlier in the show, which is the Elgato microphones. Mm -hmm. We actually got them first edition, and then there was a supply chain shortage. And Jay and I held off on doing reviews on these because I literally, I my objection was, what good is it going to do to release a review? Nobody can buy one. I mean, so it's great that we can so, put the information out there, but if you can't get one, it's useless, right? So now I is, think you can actually get them again. 
Yeah, this is true. But, but I tell you what, tech that, shortages that across card, the board. It is, and well, here's what's happening though: people that can get their hands on them, they're selling them. Supply and demand, right? But well, they're like it's 100% markup. I mean, 200% markup in some cases, man. We've seen. Just you can turn crazy. around and flip that thing in a week and double your money. I mean, you know. Yeah, I think it, I think the normal cost on this thing was right around 500 bucks for the graphics card. Yeah. And there's there's people on, you know, eBay and wherever selling this thing. These these tech sites selling these things for you know 1500, yeah. 2000 bucks, and people are so buying them. I bought a new PC this year. Um, I have always built my own. Mm-hmm. and just don't have the time anymore and because of the work that i do and you know what i do and a lot of it mm-hmm. revolves around video editing but i do a little gaming as well i needed a high end so that graphics card is important mm-hmm. and i bought an alienware which dell now owns that's traditionally a high-end gaming pc it took them right. a month and a half to get it to me month and a half crazy just that's how crazy. far backed up the supply chain is while in the meantime Apple is just oh, you got your MacBook Pro in what, like two weeks? Less than that. Yeah. I well, Tim Cook is—that's his expertise. He's a supply chain guy. He's uh, that's he got what to he figured was, out. Yeah. I mean, this thing came from China, man, and it was here, built to my specs. He and, he literally was known for that while he worked for Steve Jobs. I mean, that was his area of expertise. Unreal. So yeah. Unreal, man. Okay, so Q Billy Joel. Good? Are we read it as uh, you know who didn't start the fire kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So or, um, I think so. Speaking of Billy Joel, he's you know, I like Billy Joel, man. Yeah, I, I was hoping you weren't going to say he was on the list. That would be sad. No, but no, 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 he's not on the list. I, I like Billy Joel. Glass Houses is one of my favorite albums. People, oh, here we go. Okay, so I'm going to go with um, ah, this is tough. This is really, really tough. Um, yeah, Piano Man. Favorite oh. Billy Joel album. Um. Can this be done? Is it is it even fair to do this? No, probably not. Um, let's save that for a whole other podcast. Yeah, man. I mean, let's, let's do that. We'll bring Marlon on because Marlon Marlon's a, he he loves. Is great it Billy music. Joel I, fan? I don't know if he's a fan of he, he's a fan of great music, so I'm sure he is. I mean, why wouldn't he be? He loves Van Halen. You know, he's big on those guys, and so there you go. Should we you know, do so a favorite Billy Joel album podcast? Why not? We can, we can okay. maybe we can get Billy Joel on, maybe. Okay. You know, he's got nothing going on. He plays what? Still playing up at the. Uh, he's uh, sell, still the selling garden. out. He's across, still selling yeah. out. He said he was going to play the Garden as long as he could sell out, and he's selling out every show. Yeah. And he plays here like I think once a month or something, or maybe twice yeah. a month or something. One, yeah, two, I mean, two shows a month. These guys live the life, man. Oh yeah, ka-ching. You got it. Ooh. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Money. Um, anyway, I would forward. I would tell you though, although you would probably already suspect this, I think his best work was done in the Christy Brinkley years. I, I really what? do because he was so motivated back then, man. Well, he was in love, man. I mean, yeah. he wrote a lot of great hits because of her. I mean, she impacted a, a lot, lot of his. A lot of people, you know, the whole thing they say when you get when you get married, you kind of fatten up a little bit because you're happy and you eat, you know, and sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And and maybe you stopped trying. I think he tried harder. I think he was yeah. so inspired when he. Anyway, all right. So we to not okay, turn we'll, this we'll, into. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna save this for that pocket. We're gonna go. You know, the best Billy Joel album. If you're interested, listen. If you're not, listen. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> so Jay um, has put together notable deaths in 2020. We have been talking for a long time about so many of these people, and we thought, you know what? 
why not just discuss it with our with our fans, with our audience, and let's uh, let's take a shot at. I'll bet you you folks listening and watching this on YouTube right now or wherever you're watching it had no idea there were this many notable uh, people, celebrities that have that we have lost that have passed in 2020. I mean, like I said to you in the beginning of the podcast, Keith, I, I don't know if it's just more awareness of it yeah. or lack of awareness, or is it just because this year has just been such a rough year? Now, we do know that the, the effects of COVID are not only physically affecting right. people, but they are, you know, psychologically affecting people, which also can lead to untimely deaths. So I think that well, there is some there is some connection to the fact that it's the year of COVID, the pandemic has has caused some unwanted stress on people, especially some of the elderly folks. Right. Um, and you know, I mean, as we're going to see with a couple of these, I mean, there were deaths directly related. Directly so, related to COVID, yes. I mean, I know we're going to spend time on more of these than others, right. but let's just, and the first few we're probably going to spend a lot of time on, but that's okay. Let's, uh, let's just go down the list, Jay, and, you, you know, stop where just, you feel like you want to stop. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Well, let's just go ahead. We'll, we'll start, um, you know, and again, and this is in no spe- specific order. It yeah. was just, you know, me doing the research and finding out, you know, you know, coming to mind, coming to my memory. Oh, that's right, he passed away or she passed yeah. away or whatever. So, and oddly enough, man, there's there's way more women, uh, way more men on this list than there are women. So, which is proof that women outlive men still. Right. So we got to work on that. Um. Anyway, so let's go ahead and start. My, you know, the first one on my list was John Prine. Now, maybe you don't know who John Prine is and if if you do not then let me welcome you into the show um my name is Jay and that's my <laughs> podcasting partner Keith over there and um what is the address of your rock can you please tell me that anyway um John Prine uh was an American country folk singer songwriter and um he was probably he probably inspired the majority of the 70s and 80s writers, like your Bonnie Raitt's, um, your... Uh, so he was uh, he was cool before... Steve Earle. He was, yeah. Hipster was oh. cool. He was cool before all the trendy stuff that's going on now. And, you know, I would say there's probably not a singer-songwriter alive that wasn't in some way influenced by John Prine. Absolutely. And I mean, you could sit and, and again, now folks, you've got to it's it's about the song, how it's written, how it's phrased when you sing it. You know, Dylan yeah. is one of those guys. Bob Dylan is one of those guys. Now, um, he has his own unique way unique way of singing. Um, and then, you know, again, you can ask anyone, and Dolly Parton, she is a living example of this. She makes more money off of publishing rights than she does going out. You know, of course, she might be making more money off of Dollywood yeah. now, but but if you're in the music industry, the recording industry, songwriting and publishing are where you want to be. Um, right. There are there are so many benefits from that. And again, example, Dolly Parton, her song um, "I Will Always Love You." She cut it, and it was a huge hit for her. Garth Brooks, same um, way, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dolly also was approached by Elvis 
to um, cut that song, but he wanted the rights to it, and she turned him down. Can you can you just in your mind just try to for a second envision that Elvis? phone call? Right, right. But I mean, she, that just how's goes your to Elvis you- impersonation? I mean, I can do a <laughs> decent Dolly if you want to. You know, I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Dolly. Uh, yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to. I like to sing that song. You know, can, can I get to sing a song? Yeah, you know that. Uh, I'll always love you. You kind of, kind of got a pulls on my heartstring, honey. Uh, anyway, um, no. <laughs> that's all I got, right. man. You did great, but, though. <laughs> that's all I got. But, but anyway, um, so you know, this is the kind of guy he was. But he's very well respected artist, right. singer, songwriter, composer. He wrote a lot, and a lot of people cut his songs. To those of you who are maybe jazz or classical in in terms of what you're into, I, I don't know how many of our listeners that would that would be probably not many. But I, I had another thought, mm-hmm. which is John Prine was to country and singer songwriter pop, kind of he was the Miles Davis of those genres. So Miles, oh, absolutely good you, good analogy. The yes. thing that good people compare. say about Miles is. Yeah, I can't. But I can't get past his crappy sound. Like his tone was right. awful. Like, like horn players. Like I remember, you know, in being in bands and guys would go. He just, you know, younger people, kids, they would mm-hmm. go. He just sounds awful. Like his pitch is yeah. like, he's 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 pitch wise he's there, but sound wise like it's, it's crummy. It's 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 crackly and and I'm like, oh yeah, but oh. What yeah, it's, he's it's, doing, it, this is right. it, it's 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 a sleep it's the sleeper car, right? It's the he pulls up to the line and it looks like it's like some beat up old like Dodge Duster. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And it's got like a three oh eight in it or something, and it's you know yeah. You know the, the and, and just let me tell you how how impactful he was right up to the very last moment. He released an album in twenty twenty, the year that he died yeah. of COVID, man. Yeah. That that went straight to the top. Why is that? I mean, this is a guy who is uh how old was he? He died in he was seventy three years old, died uh, April seventh of, of twenty twenty. Um wow, I just I can't believe that. It's just hard to believe. But I let me tell you a quick story about this. Okay, so um I grew up uh in in a family, a lot of music around. Um I, you know, very big, you know, genres all over the place. I mean, I was into Little Richard. Um, I was into Led Zeppelin. I was into Black Sabbath, but I was also into John Prine, Waylon Jennings, Merle Haggard. Um, you know, and it, do, do you notice the the similarities yeah. between all yeah. these? Yeah. These are great songwriters, people who, you know, their craft at that is if you listen, take a minute to listen to the arrangement. The little things that are so important to, that makes a great song great. John Prine was one of those guys, and I was turned on to him um, by a cousin of mine way back. And remember listening to him because I was into Chris Christopherson as well. Really liked him as well. Another great songwriter who we've lost, not this particular year, but we've lost. Um, so anyway, you go through life going, ah, you know, great, great man. You know, you listen to all of his songs and his albums and everything. So I moved to Nashville, Tennessee to make it in music. That was my goal. That was why I wanted to move to Nashville. And early on in the early 90s, Bonnie Raitt was on tour. Um, and back in those days in the early 90s, it's not like today, the, the, the promoters didn't promote them like they do now. Um, the digital age has helped that 
You used to go camp out for tickets if you wanted a good seat. I used to go outside of Turtle Records with a sleeping bag and a pillow and spend all yeah. night waiting to get in line to buy to, to, to pay cash for a paper ticket. You know, that was how we did it. So I buy uh, my Bonnie Ray tickets. It was the Luck of the Draw tour. Great album, yeah. man. You remember that album, right? Yeah, I remember and that. And it was at yeah. Starwood Amphitheater. Yeah. And um, you used to live not far from there. No opening act on the ticket. We had no idea who was going to be there. I had front row seats, dude. And Na- her Nashville opening- Outdoor Amphitheater was a great example of it. It they, they, they it was a real struggle to stay in business because everybody knew somebody in Nashville and nobody wanted oh. to pay for tickets. And then, oh, I can't. So no, I cannot hey, tell you how many I, of those. I think we might be having a a Mandela effect moment here. I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. Chris yes. Chris Christopherson is still with us. You know that, right? He is, or did you come from in your in your reality? Is he no longer with us? He's still I alive. I thought that he I thought that he passed away. No, he's he's still alive. I'm you looking at his uh, wiki page right now. It may be 84 years old. Who who else is on this page that made yeah. me think of Chris? Yeah, and he did die this year, and that's Mac Davis. And we'll get to Mac. So, um, hey, you're not it's, you're not as bright as you used My to be. My light just uh, died. Yeah. It's. Uh, and I don't mean that like you know you're not. I don't mean. Oh that no, like it's gump, it's literally like, probably true. Not, not meaning that you went total gump on me or anything, but anyway. Um, so there we go. Um, opening act that nobody knows, and all of a sudden you hear the promoter get on stage and go, "Ladies and gentlemen, John Prime." Holy man! I I even forgot that Bonnie Raitt was coming on. I mean, seriously, that's how just yeah. I was like. I am watching an absolute American treasure, man, on stage right now. Yep. And he came out. He came out later during Bonnie's set and sang, um, uh, what was that, "Angel from Montgomery," that was a big hit for yeah. her. And uh, just, great, yeah, just unbelievable, man. So that I, I got to see him uh, back in his prime, and. Um, I say back in his prime. I mean, he was probably coming out of. I don't know that he ever lost his prime, man. I mean, the guy I mean, just—he was—he was, he was like relevant just a, a machine. Yeah. Absolutely, um, man. So uh, anyway, that's a we lost a national treasure uh, in John Prine, and you'll there'll never be another another John Prine. I don't care how you slice so, that and dice that. I am. Yeah, and 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 in that. in that same uh, and you know in, in so many of these on this list that's true of, but especially this next guy, there'll never be another one like him. He was a national treasure, significance to both of us in different ways. But but you know Eddie Van Halen, not a COVID death. John Prine's was a COVID death. Um, right. Eddie's been had been battling cancer for a long time, uh, but wow, I mean. The, just the thought that I will never hear another new guitar riff from Eddie is just, it's a really sad thought. You know, that's a... It, it is. That's another one. Of, I mean, probably more significant than Elon Musk in terms of his contributions to his industry, you know? Oh, he was, he was our Mozart. He was yeah. our Mozart. I mean that's yeah. his contributions to music. Yes. And ironically Just he borrowed from Bach, Mozart, you know, yeah. many of the classic greats. Yeah. Named his son Wolfgang. 
Yeah. Know? And, I mean, uh, wow. A, Can you imagine that conversation? Hey, honey, uh, I know we've been talking about uh, Valerie. Valerie, I know we've been talking about names. Uh, I just yeah. I got I I just got one I wanted to throw by you here. Uh, how about Wolfgang? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and Wolfgang? of course, since his death. Uh, yeah, yeah. Since his since his what? death. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, but he's Eddie. He's going to say no to Eddie, right? You know. Um, right. What was it? What was his alternate? Whammy. You know. We can go. Okay. Well, let's just call him Whammy. <laughs> you know, right. Whatever. Right, but right. Um, or intonation. Um, anyway, so um, yeah, Eddie was impactful to me too, man. I mean, um, Van Halen, <laughs> Van Halen, you know, were really impactful in in my life from the standpoint of when I started playing live. You know, first cover band I was ever in. I mean, I we wanted to be like Van Halen. I mean, everybody in the band had something on that looked like what Van Halen would wear on stage. Our lead guitar player, the first thing he learned to play was Eruption, and we, we wore it out, man. You know, why not? But um, Wolfgang released his first solo album uh, after his dad's passing. And um, if you haven't seen the video uh, of his first single, you remember what the name of that was, by chance, Keith? Right off the top of your head? No, but it's a tribute to his dad. Um, it is. I don't. It's great. And I had no idea. It's fantastic. And I'll tell you what. Wolfgang showed the real, real human side of his dad. And he did. For and a lot of you. Yeah. He did not try to sound like Van Halen, which is great. No. His, not at his all. music is and it's completely him. different. If you're yeah. looking to hear Van Halen, then don't buy Wolfie's stuff, man. Period. I will tell you that his stuff is fantastic. You can tell how talented he is. Um, you know, the apple didn't fall far from that tree. Um, well, all the uh, musicians on the album are him. So it's Mammoth yeah. is the band, right? He does or whatever. sings, you know, the whole, yeah, everything about it. I mean, vocals, everything. I mean, it was fantastic. But again, it was a very moving tribute to his dad. Um, and, you know, good for him. Uh, I'm glad he right. did it. I appreciate him doing it uh, because it gave me a little bit more. Um, a, a, a better picture of how he was as a father. You know, everybody thinks that all musicians that are fathers are, are bad guys. They're not. Um, I mean, yes, you have stories out there of musicians that were never around, but I'm sure they wanted to be. Um, but then you have some that didn't. But you've got average, everyday people that are that way. So you can't... Um, but there is that that thought you know, you're going to come right out of the shoot thinking that just because he's some sort of rock star that he's not a good dad. And he was right. completely 180 from that. He was a great father. And uh, Wolfie being the, the guy that he is certainly um, uh, has has made his dad proud, I'm sure. So, But anyway, that's it's hard to lose him, man. It really was. So The battery on my light just died. But while I'm in the dark here, let me run you through. Uh, now, here's what we're going to do, Jay. I'm going to okay. rapid fire four or five of these, and then I'm going to stop on one okay. that I know for sure you want to talk about, okay? Okay, yeah. So here we go. So I may these may not be in the particular order that you think they're going to be in, but I'm, I'm going to try to hit the ones that I know there's a Do story think, behind. Man. So yeah. Sean Connery, greatest Jeopardy contestant of all time, rest his soul. Uh, I'll take uh, Kenny Rogers. the rapist for 500 Alex. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you. Kenny Rogers, Neil Pert, Kobe Bryant, Kirk Douglas, who I did not know until I read this, had passed. Jerry Stiller, Ben's yeah. dad, and, you know, famous. Uh, he's been on a lot of stuff, but uh, probably most famous from Seinfeld. Regis Philbin, uh, Wilford Brimley, who did, did, dare I ask, did he die from diabetes or... <laughs> I don't, th I don't think so, but uh, everybody knows the conversation about diabetes. Um, Wilford, and then uh, uh, I love how you worded this. The notorious RBG, which, of course, it took me a second, would be Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Fred Willard, Bill, Weather yeah. Bill Withers, who my wife, uh, I caught her, caught her singing some of his stuff the other day, Lovely Day. And then uh, uh, Brian Howe from uh, Bad Company, not the original lead singer. That would be uh, Rogers. Um uh, what's his first Paul name? Rogers. Paul Rogers. Paul but, Rogers, yeah. Uh, Which is, he's a second, fantastic second, uh, vocalist as well. Yeah, yeah. Bri you Brian Howe was more involved Howe. in like uh, Holy Water and Here Comes Trouble and, you know. Oh, and great, then, uh, great rock albums, by the way, that yep. he did with those guys. Uh, Joe Diffie, Mac Davis, Charlie Pride, which was a COVID death. COVID death. KT Oslin, who technically was not a COVID death, she had multiple bypass surgery on heart surgery but mm -hmm. then contracted covid and this is the kind of thing that it happened to uh, somebody that we both know that lived in my neighborhood mm -hmm. and it's like well who do you, what do you technically blame for that death then because you know they couldn't perform any in 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 a lot of these cases because they contracted covid they couldn't perform the regular procedures that they would to try to preserve that life so i don't know right um right. But then, of course, and you've got a story here, Little Richard, who we've talked about before on the show. Um, Jay yep. uh, apparently had uh, had had Little Richard on speed dial. What? What? Tell. No, you, it, you went into it, this story on the podcast. I, I did, and I got to share you, it again. A while it was, back, it was, it was actually it was but, like uh, we it was it was like right after he passed away. Yeah, and uh, we talked about it, and. Um, I've been a, a Little Richard fan since I think the day I was born because my mother and my father both were were huge Little Richard fans. And let's face it, what he did for rock and roll, just right. incredible, man. I mean, he broke. Well, so he was many... a showman, right? I mean, he yeah. could play, of course. You have oh, to be able every... to cut the mustard. Hey, you can but ask anybody. The man. showmanship, I mean, pe yeah, showmanship. Anybody who is of that era, like say '70s rock, hard rock, '60s hard rock. They wanted to be Little Richard, man. Yep. I mean, Lemmy, Lemmy from Motorhead, he'll tell you that was like he, if he was still alive, he would tell you that 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 Little Richard was like one of his idols, man. So he he absolutely loved the guy. Right. So I I loved him too because he had catchy songs. They were great. He was entertaining. He was flamboyant. You saw him, man. It was like wow, this guy, this is the real deal, man. This guy is the whole package. So right. anyway, we, uh, my wife and I, and a couple of friends of ours, just happened to be downtown nashville and we were going to um uh it was actually the it was a indianapolis colts game i think and titans game and that's that we were going uh, to. what is that like uh water polo or basket weaving or what? <laughs> yeah yeah this nfl is, for all sport, of you people right? who don't know <laughs> yeah absolutely and um so we stayed we always stayed downtown at the hilton and um I, this is do back you think the there'll ever be a day when you don't make a football reference that i won't play dom I, I mean. Probably, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. All right. Yeah. But I think Keith remembers these days. I used to smoke cigarettes, and um, 
So this particular morning, I was I went out to have a cup of coffee and smoke a cigarette outside because you could smoke inside. So I'm going. I go out front of the hotel and I look over to my left and and um, I had my I had my iPhone on me and and I'm looking over and I see this guy and it's like oh that that's that's like little Richard man and so I so I pull my phone out and I go to snap a picture and out of the blue my hand gets grabbed don't don't do that he he doesn't want you to take take his picture I'm like oh man I'm just like I'm like the biggest fan of this guy man I mean I grew up on him and I, I just you know, I just, I, I just want to, you know, thank him for, you know, for being what he is. He goes, come on, walks me over. This was part, this guy was part of his security entourage, walks me over to the van. He is sitting, um, uh, in a, in a, in a wheelchair, um, and just dressed to the nines, man. I mean, this guy makeup hair, he looked like he was ready to go on stage and, um, he, we talked. I just told him how much of a fan I was, how much I grew, you know, grew up on him, and all he could say to me was, "Oh, God bless you, God bless you, son, God bless you," you know. And um, I said, "You know, pray for you, you know, and I hope you get well," because he he was obviously in not a good shape. I found found out later he was in town for some sort of like uh, hip replacement surgery or something like that at a local hospital there, and um, he ended up autograph autographing a picture for me and giving me a book. And um, he wrote inside the book, uh, "God bless you," and um, just a just a moving moment for me. And I still have that, and we'll put a picture up, like, yeah, somewhere in here. Yeah, right. Yeah, so and, we, yeah, Jay, and, Jay, um, you were able to locate that. Uh, yeah, I, I saw the picture, and I said, "You gotta, you gotta share this story because that's yeah, yeah, yeah. just a, just a great story, man." And um, um, of course, we we lost him this year, and. Uh, so the, I immediately pull that out. I keep it in a, in a, I keep it in a special place. It's, it's when I travel, it's with me wherever I go. Um, because there are some really encouraging words in that book from little Richard. Yeah. And, uh, so it's a, it's a pretty cool thing. So, um, it's not his book. It's just a book that he, uh, that he kept on him and he wanted to share that. So whoever he met, um, he would share that book. And that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, and he, he he was nice enough to share a picture of him with me and autograph the picture and everything too. So it's really cool. So, anyway, all right, now um, I I need your help with uh, a couple of these. I'm not sure who they are. Um, sure. Uh, who was the host of Jeopardy for 200? Uh, <laughs> you see what I did there? I Alex did. Trebek, of course. David Prowse. Who is David Prowse? Um. David Prowse. Am um, I saying that wrong? David P R O W S E. Really? I know it. Yeah. Yes. Ah. I don't, you should know this. This is why I put this in here. Sorry about that. Um. David Charles. Oh Prowse. my gosh! I feel stupid. Okay. <sighs> He was the physical representation of Darth Vader, right? That is correct. Yes. All he right. Lost Darth, the dark side. Rhonda Fleming. Who was Rhonda Fleming? Uh, Rhonda Fleming was an actress. Uh, I think she was. Uh, she may have been in some um, films with Elvis. Oh uh, right, right, right. Okay, Chadwick Boseman. Who was that? 
Um, nah, I'm playing. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> really? Black um, Panther from the Marvel series. Uh, abso- absolutely. absolutely. John she, Lewis, I, Nick Cordero, James Lipton. I'm sorry, you were about to say. Just say that, that Rhonda Fleming, um, one of the only females that, I, that we have on the list here, uh, she was known as the queen of Technicolor, man, um, now, because she pho- photographed so well. I uh, Now I have to go Google her. We'll get to 27 in a minute. Uh, James Lipton, Inside the Actor Studio guy, correct? Yeah, it, um, yeah absolutely, man. Gail Sawyers, Curly Gail Neal. Gail Sawyers. Curly Neal. Curly Neal. Now, this you know be, who Curly Neal is? Yes, you're referring to Curly from the Harlem Globetrotters, correct? Yes, man. So iconic. We okay. lost Curly this year, man. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, Tom man. Seaver, famous yeah. baseball pitcher. Tavares Jackson, Whitey Ford, another fame. Man, there's a lot of baseball names in here. Uh, Brian yeah. Dennehy, Robert Conrad, Lou yeah. Brock, Bob Gibson, Terry Jones, Hal Ketchum. And there's then a story let's with Hal Ketchum, too, that I can tell you about real quick if you like. Well, let's hear it. Yeah, let's hear okay, it. Okay, so, so, you know, country music in the 90s was like, it was huge, man. You had Garth, you had Trisha Yearwood, you had um, uh, Hal Ketchum, uh, Clint Black. You know, it was, it was that. Marty Stewart. You know, George Strait, Marty Stewart. Alan those, those Jackson to a Alan lesser Jackson. degree in the late 90s, yep. Yeah, so, you know, living in Nashville, as Keith said, you know, you just kind of run into people, man. You know, it's just how Nashville is. And you could be... Brooks and Dunn. Should Brooks, I just yeah. keep going? You, you, yeah, Reba McIntyre. Yeah, uh, I mean, goes, the list is on yet. and on and on and on. <laughs> no, no, man, because I, I love all those people. But um, Hal was a really super nice guy, great songwriter, great songwriter, great vocalist. Billy man, Dean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, man, Un- go ahead. I'm, I'm unlike the trap country that we have going on today. But, right. um, but so um, when I first moved to Nashville again, I worked uh, at a, um, uh, for, a, for a large retailer. Um, in Hooters? the automotive industry. Oh, Excuse okay. Me? Yeah. In the automotive Hooters. industry. No, not okay. Hooters. No, that was after work every day. Okay. But, um, <laughs> but uh, we, I, I got to know a guy that was one of our, our top salesmen, um, which he eventually became uh, our lead technician out in our service center as well. He ran the shop for us. Um, and he invited uh, us over uh, for a barbecue one night at his, his place. Um and he lived not far from where the where the store was located, um, and introduced me to his neighbor. And his neighbor uh, happened to be a uh, Grammy award winning um, songwriter. Uh, his name was uh, Harley Allen, uh, who wrote all the big hits for Alan Jackson. Um, also won a Grammy for the Soggy Bottom Boys. Uh, he's big in bluegrass and that sort of stuff. Used used to be a staple at the Bluebird Cafe, Douglas Corner Cafe for writers and you know writers rounds. We used to go to all those things. Um, but anyway, I was a singer songwriter at the time, and I was trying to. I had done some studio work, and and I had had played my friend this music, and he goes, you know, let me get let me get Harley over. Let's, let's see if he'll listen to it. So he did. He was he came across the street, and he, he's like, yeah, it's it's pretty good you know man it's, it's all right you know, it's, you know whatever so i was like okay well thank you very much i appreciate it man and we became friends um after that we hit it off very well and and uh but he wanted to go down to uh, a large restaurant chain called applebee's to go have a cocktail we didn't have any any booze he wanted a cocktail yep. so you he like agreed to drive food? us <laughs> yeah okay so he yeah. agreed to drive us he, he used to hang out at the bar there 
And he says, come on over. We'll, we'll, let's, let me go uh, tell uh, my wife um, that we're going to go and, and just come on in the house. So I walk in the front door, man, and there sits Kathy Matea and Hal Ketchum and his wife, Debbie, Debbie Allen, uh, who was a backup singer at the time for Garth Brooks. All of them just sitting there writing music, man. At Applebee's. And, no, in his house across the street from oh, where we're having this barbecue. Okay. Because my friend and, and Harley were, were, were really good friends. We And there's another great songwriter that we ended up losing, unfortunately, many years. About a decade ago, we lost Harley. But he was a great songwriter. Go look him up. Harley Allen. Um, anyway, there's my story about how catch him. So there you go. I met him once. And... and- um, you know, sometime we need to get into, as I'm listening to your story there, it occurred to me how many of those we probably have between us. Oh, I know. Um, you know, and some of them are entertaining just from the standpoint of, uh, they're very human moments that, uh, mm. some of these people, you, you sort of learn, you know, like, you know, this, I know you know this and I, you know, when I, um, have worked with a lot of people in that industry used to work in that industry and you know the fan thing at at some point it's like yeah it's just a dude you know like some of them are super eccentric and weird and some of them were ended up being friends of mine and you kind of get over yourself and you kind of get over them and you kind of get over that whole stardom thing and you just you you're either going to be able to talk to each other like two people or you're you're if you can't, right. and if you constantly treat them like a celebrity, they're going to keep their distance from you because that's weird. And I just remember, like, several of my closest friends to this day, I became friends with them before I knew what they did. And we just have always maintained that sort of, like, I don't care what they do professionally, but that's not why right. we're friends, you know? Likewise. And uh, so so we should consider doing that sometime we, maybe we, uh we maybe i'll tell we you a story of uh Mc, martina mcbride in the bathroom or something i don't know yeah but, uh, <laughs> and I, i've got i've got some stories that i might have to get some permission to talk about right um, right that, seriously i mean i'm being serious yeah. uh, um to get some permission because i i do know some fairly famous people and and i can't you know just blurt it out and we don't want we don't want the cat out of the bag but anyway so um so yeah, man, we, we we do need to get a, get into that conversation about that. So one of the one one of the last ones on the list may be the last one on the list here, unless you have any more. Um, um, there is one specific that I definitely want to talk about. But but one of the most famous, winningest football coaches of all time. This was who the one that I wanted to talk about. Yes. I don't think ever got a Super Bowl ring. Am I mistaken on that? <laughs> Did he? I think you're. I think you're lying. Oh, I'm thinking of Marino. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Don now, Shula. Marino. Marino played for the same team for many years. Right. But Don Shula was the winningest, one of the winningest coaches out there. But he is to this day um, the only head coach in NFL uh, history to have a perfect season, and right. nobody has been that. able to repeat it. And, and Marino the is the one that never ended up with a Super Bowl ring, even though he has been to Super Bowls. That is correct. The, during the, Don Shula's know, era, but yeah, I digress. Yes. Don Shula. Yeah, yeah. Don Shula, man, was, was just I, a I great guy. I told you this guy. football thing, man. It's a little, uh, you know, <laughs> not well, quite. You know, there, uh, were a lot of, there were a lot of greats on that team, that particular 72 Dolphins team. 
And, you know, you had – well, their their quarterback was Bob Greasy, which was incredible. But the running backs, mm-hmm. man, um, and, and fullbacks like Mercury Morris and Larry Zonka. Uh, the receivers, man, Paul Warfield. Oh, man, just – dude was just so awesome. Tight ends. Marv Fleming, man. Just – I mean, the list goes on and on of the talent that was on this team that won that Super Bowl. They were just such a dominant team that year. But I have an aunt – by marriage she's my stepmother's sister who in that time was actually married to one of the position coaches of that particular team the 72 dolphins and when she passed away um she gave me something very special that she was given uh, by her husband at the time and i'm not going to mention his name but i actually have an original team photo of the 72 Miami Dolphins. It is autographed on the back. I'm not going to take it out of the frame to do that, but there you have it, man. Don Autographed Shula, by... Rest in... Don? Don? Who autographed Don. it? Don. Okay. Don. There you go. Yeah. Yes, sir, man. It is awesome. Uh, I'm sad to see the guy go, but uh, he died undefeated in regards Ooh. to yeah the most winningest or How about the, that? Uh, the only yeah. team to ever go all the way without without being defeated. So there you go. So I'm pretty proud of that uh, connection there. I lived in uh, you know my preteen years. I lived down in Florida, a couple of places. You know, North who, Miami. Who hasn't, Jay? <laughs> well, now, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. This is true. So what else you got? Who else? Who do well, we got? Was man, that the last one? I, that's it. Uh, I mean, you know, that's not it. Yeah, we, but, uh, that, there's a lot of people that passed away. We lost some very talented people this year. And um, not only talented people, we lost a lot of people to COVID this year. And um, rest in peace to all those people. So. While you still, while it's still called today. Get out there to our website. Check us out. Best do it. Best do it while you can. Never know what tomorrow might bring. Right. Um, this is true. This is true. To quote, to quote the great poet Sammy Hagar. <laughs> it's right here, right now. Oh, right. Don't thir- don't need to worry about tomorrow. Thirsty. <laughs> I, I was doing my thirsty. best to segue into this, man. It it didn't quite come out like I intended, but I I think no. I think I did okay. I mean, it wasn't you like my worst segue attempt ever. Uh, you did great. <laughs> I'm loving. I know, Jay. Sometimes you're looking at me through the camera and you're like, "What? What is this about? Where is he going <laughs> with this now? Right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so, Sammy Hagar, who you might know as the Red Rocker. Former frontman for Van Halen, current frontman for The Circle, who also have an album coming out this year from the lockdown sessions, which have yep. been quite entertaining. Um, yes, they have. But that's not why I'm mentioning him today. Today I'm talking about Sammy because he had what I think might be a good holiday drink. I promised you at the beginning I, I, man, of the I'm... show we would mention this. Jay's going to run down to uh, to uh, to uh, Union Tavern, did you say, and have Rothmeyer... Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna have up. Rothmeyer make this for me, and maybe I'll uh, right. do a uh, maybe we'll do a live segment. Yeah, there you from go. There, if that can so, happen, I can't go in, but 
you know, I can order it, go down, sit outside, or pick it up and bring it home. So we'll see. There what you happens. go. So this Either is called the Red happen. Saint. It's by Sammy Hagar. Say that again. It's um, called the now, what? The Red Saint. Okay. It has to have the word red in it, and I'm sure the the drink is red. It has to be if it's Sammy's, right? So Timing some is of what I'm gonna. I'm going to mention in here, you know, they're Sammy's brands, but, you know, certainly if you don't have those, you can probably substitute for whatever your Just favorite, research you know, the name got, of it to right? find out what it is, and there's there'll be another brand yeah. out there. But you may order, you may Just want Google to it. be legit and go buy it. You might can order yeah. or something. Else. Or, or walk into your favorite corner store and ask them, and they'll give you options. But yeah. here it is, okay? So it's one ounce of Sano Blanco. Uh, a half ounce of Sammy's Beach Bar Rum, which is redhead rum. Um, a half ounce of Sammy's Beach Bar White Rum. One ounce of fresh lime juice. Mm-hmm. A half ounce of triple sec. Or, and I never say this right. My wife always corrects me. Cointreau? Is that right? Cointreau. Cointreau? Cointreau. 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 I see. You can tell I'm not a, a bartender. All right. Just go with a, either a half ounce of triple sec or a half ounce of Cointreau. And then a half ounce of tangerine juice and skin if you're in, in the mood for a little bit of, uh, what do you call that, little 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 uh, texture in your Jigger? drink. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so mix all that up. Garnish, I'm sure you can do it in a shaker because there's no gin in it. Yeah, garnish and texture. There you go. And uh, so, there you, you know, go. I've so seen, once again, I've, one ounce I've of Santa Blanco. I've seen, oh, yeah, I've seen Sorry, Rothmeyer Jay, take the take the grate the um, grate yeah. the, uh, Put the, the the peel. You get it's like getting the essence of it, it's like you want to capture the essence of the whole drink, and I think that kind of helps yeah, so it when it, you do that. There's three things going on there. There's presentation, which is a big deal in a high end drink. There's the smell, which it. You know, right. kind of releases more of that into the air, and then you get the texture in the drink, which, if you're a fan of, again, is is you know, it's a thing. So once again, an out, one ounce of Santo Blanco, a half ounce of Sammy's Beach Bar Redhead Rum, half ounce of Sammy's Beach Bar White Rum, one ounce of fresh lime juice, a half ounce of triple sec or con, quant. I can't do it, Jay. Do it for me, please. Quantra. That's Quantra. Quantra. There you go. Yeah, and a half, one half of one tangerine juice I'm, and i'm sure they mean a half ounce and skin um, that's optional and skin though. yep but i'm telling you if you really if if sammy puts it in there and you want to you want the whole the whole essence of what he's trying to do for you yep. with this drink you need to do it like sam does there you go that's my recommendation and i know rothmeyer would would say the same thing you don't you know you, there are substitutions that you can make to get there but leaving something out you're missing the whole point Period. Yep. And you being the ex uh, uh, bartender yourself, Keith, you've mixed quite a few in your your life. Yeah, lifetime, but just so. understand that when people ordered Quantrow, they never had to. I never had to say it. They just said it to me, and I was like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> Give them triple sec. Well, that's a, can I have me some of that there coin true? I ne- hey, I never said I was a good bartender. Okay. <laughs> I just, oh, I man. just, uh, I just, I just took took the tops off a of beer. <laughs> Great balls right. of fire. Oh, thank you, little Richard. All right. No, that was Jerry Lee Lewis, wasn't it? That was Jerry Lee, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Tutti uh, Fruity, man. Tutti Fruity. That's a good drink, too, by the way. Yeah. Oh, Rudy. Tutti Fruity. Oh, Rudy. Okay. So on that note, and because the battery just died in my light, 
I think we. I, think I have we something wrap it up. to say real quick though. Can Go I? Go ahead. Yeah. Can I say something real quick and then we'll I'll, wrap it up? Yeah. Just sit there in the dark, man. You'll be. All I'm right. in the dark. You're in the dark. So we know the year's been tough for a lot of people, man. Period. We know that it's been tough for everyone. Um, some tougher, some, tougher than 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 some for others. Um, but we all can't seem to kind of keep trying to muscle through this, lean on each other to get it. I know that it's hard to find good in bad times sometimes. Um, I'm a firm believer that you can find good in dark times or bad times. Are you gonna if am you I gonna end up crying? I, I'm gonna no, end up crying on no, this. No, huh? no. Okay. But but here's a piece of advice to you. If you are having a hard time with this, if you are feeling down and you are having a hard time finding good right now, then go make good. Be good and you will have found good. Go be good to somebody. Create your own good. And then the rest will work itself out. Trust me when I tell you this. Be a good human being. Be good to each other. And we'll all get through this. So there you go. Amen. I, yeah. I think we end it with that, man. That's fantastic. Okay. That's Thanks, Keith Thanks, over everybody. There. And that's yeah. me. Are you gonna? Bye. Okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. For yeah, you you yeah. You got I, something to say? End sorry. it. You, I want you go ahead. Say no. Something. And this is that's how we end it. Everybody, okay. thanks for watching. That's my podcast partner Jay on your left, my left, your right. Sorry, <laughs> I'm Keith. I don't know what day it is. Yeah, we'll make it. I got Jay to get me there. Right on. Thanks, Jay. Love you, buddy. Take care, everybody. You too, man. See Take care. Soon. Peace.